recording. (laughs) (laughs) This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to our cute little podcast. We are almost at, we probably have hit it by now. I just haven't checked, but we're almost at 10,000 downloads. So many. Guys. That's amazing. We love you so much. We love y'all so much. Just thank you for that. Share this podcast with a friend. Share your favorite episode on social media and just make sure you're subscribed and you have left a review or just hit a little rating button because that really helps us out a lot. Yeah, we really, really appreciate it. And also we're almost at 20 patrons. So I think our goal, let's set our goal for the summer. I really want to get to 20 patrons. So if we could just get two more patrons, it helps us make this podcast. And we also create bonus content. And we're going to start doing more bonus content. We're going to do bonus episodes. So it'll basically be just like this podcast, but we're going to do non-Disney movies. And that'll be only if you are a patron. So you have to subscribe to our Patreon, which is only $5 a month, and you'll get all this extra stuff. You get bonus videos, you get bonus episodes, and you get a merch box every summer. Heck yeah. Which is coming up. So become a patron like tomorrow. Do it. Actually do it. Get out your phone. Mm -hmm. Download the Patreon app. Okay, I'm doing it. Search Tragical. Okay. And subscribe. Done. And when it asks you if you would like to pledge more than $5, you can do that too. You put 100 right in there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you're a baller like that, I $5 mean, a month is all we ask. Pulls out the early 2000s baller. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing about Patreon is everything is there. So when you get on Patreon now, like if you are new to our Patreon, you will still get the what? We have like five videos you'll be able to see those five videos they're already there waiting for you we're gonna have bonus episodes coming out soon so and the videos are so funny they're honestly hilarious i think we're hilarious yeah and we're gonna do non-disney movies on there so if you want to hear tragical but non-disney movies that's the only place you gotta you gotta be behind the paywall yeah yeah and you can kind of content suggest movies so we have a couple in mind but Absolutely. You can say whatever movie you want us to watch as long as it's not like weird like teeth or anything. Did you watch teeth? Was that the one with the vagina? Yeah, that's the one with the girl who has. (laughs) We're not going to watch that one. Are you sure? No, we're not. I refuse. I'm scarred for life. I'll never watch that again. I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay, well, don't watch Teeth and subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. What did we say? You have to be a patron by May 1st to get your box for the summer. Yes. So you don't have that much time. You got to hurry up. You got like this month. If you want a really awesome merch box full of amazing, exclusive merch, you have to subscribe to Patreon. Thank you so much. This has been a Patreon commercial. Uh, but anyway, not a lot has gone on. We went on a little road trip. We did. We just drove around in the car and literally went to four states. We literally just drove around in the car. <laughs> we just sat in the car and ate snacks, basically made a few stops along the way. It was a good time. It was beautiful. We quite enjoyed it. I got a promotion at work. You did. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Kat now owns the hotel she works at. <laughs> I don't think they would ever allow that. <laughs> she is the CEO of her corporation. Perfect. Now, and yep, that's it. Congratulations on your promotion, sweetie. Thank you. I always knew you would become a CEO someday. <laughs> I'm very excited about it.
magical. <laughs> this week, we're here to tell you why Inside Out is tragical. Fuck, I'm already crying. Honestly, yeah, you guys might actually hear me sob on this episode. Damn it. I like, just said Inside Out and I immediately got super emotional. Yeah, same. Which is ironic because... This whole movie is about emotions. It's literally emo. It is. This movie is the definition of emo. For sure. Like 100%. And this is for our patron, Marina. So thank you so much, Marina. This one's for you. Uh, have some fun facts. Woo woo. There were a bajillion good ones. So in the show notes, click the link and read through all of them because they're all wonderful. But these are just some of my favorite. I feel like, yeah, all the Pixar ones have good ones. Because Pixar's the shit. That's true. Thanks, Steve Jobs. According to director Pete Docter, each emotion is based on a shape. Joy is a star. Sadness is a teardrop. Anger is a fire brick. That's my favorite shape. What is that? And I've always said that's my favorite shape. (laughs) I think a fire brick is like charcoal. I'm going to Google it. Fear is a raw nerve. Disgust is broccoli. How is that? A shape. Oh, um, a nerve. I can see how he's in a raw nerve because he's like skinny. It's like and... a weird, chalky looking rectangle. Yeah, it's like what you start a fire with. I was in Girl Scouts. By the way, guys, I did buy Kat um, a box of tissues. <laughs> they are here waiting for her when she comes into the room. Directly next to me. They are next to her. She loves them. They will be used this episode. I can guarantee it. I mean, I'm just having like a really bad allergy day, so I'm also probably going to need them too. <laughs> also that. <laughs> so yeah, they're all shaped like stuff. That's um, cool. They're also not really a shape. Those are just items. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a raw nerve like a isn't... a circle is a shape. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Some of the memory balls in, I don't know why I said memory balls. (laughs) Balls. (laughs) You said balls so aggressively. Memory balls. (laughs) Some of the memory balls in Riley's mind. I feel like sometimes I just slur my words. So sometimes I'll try to pronounce things. Like enunciate. Enunciate. Like I'll say like wasps. And then I'm like, why? (laughs) Do I talk like this? Some of the memory balls. Guys, here's the fun fact. Are you ready? (laughs) She'll eventually get to it. After saying memory balls 90 times. (laughs) Today's a core memory day. All the the moms at fucking Epcot. (laughs) And their Etsy shirts. (laughs) If you wear a shirt that says today is a core memory day or she wants the D. Hashtag broke. Hashtag spoiled. I hate that she wants the D. I haven't seen a lot of those, though. I've seen way too many of I them. I know that they exist, but yeah, those two. I mean, you're just, you're actually an eighth grader if you wear that shirt. There's so many other cute shirts, guys, I promise. Some of the memory balls in Riley's mind contain scenes from other Pixar movies, such as Carl and Ellie's wedding and from Up. Riley was at their fucking wedding? No, I think they just put scenes in the memory balls to like fill the, you know, fill mm-hmm. the screen. So yeah, they just put some random uh, scenes from Pixar movies in those balls. I love that. So Riley was at their wedding. No, I think <laughs> it's in her memory. Um, this is the first Pixar feature film with no antagonist character whatsoever. Oh, that's fair. No one is a bad guy. A bad guy. I feel like depression is the bad guy here. You're freaking right, bro. Like it's not a physical bad guy, but they're, I mean, pretty serious bad guy. 
For the voice of toddler age Riley, the producer simply recycled old dialogue of Mary Gibbs, who provided the voice of Boo in Monsters, Inc. 2001. They were just like, fuck it. Toddler noises. We have those. We have those banked. We're just going to use them. I mean, save money. Live yeah, better. that's fair. Walmart. Um, <laughs> we do not support Walmart. The massive shelves of the long-term memory curve and bend to resemble the various wrinkles and folds that appear on the cerebral cortex of the brain's outer surface. I literally thought that it looked like a brain. So that's really funny. I would also just like to say that's a really dramatic way to say long-term memory curves look like a brain. I don't yeah. know why it got really... <laughs> cerebral cortex. I just realized that that got very <laughs> descriptive for no reason. Literally just looks like a brain. Everybody knows what a brain is. <laughs> looks like the wrinkles on a brain. Perfect. Uh, no, it looks like the wrinkles and folds that appear on the cerebral cortex of the brain's outer surface, Katrina. Okay. Pulling out the government name. Whoa. I am having gin and ginger ale. Snoop Dogg gin. It's Indigo. so good. It's strawberry flavored, guys. Go buy it. It's great. And it's only like 25 bucks. A ginger ale, mm-hmm. which I thought I was grabbing one of my LaCroix. Cool. And I ended up grabbing one of your ginger ales, and then, okay. but I already popped it open, so... I think I have two boxes in there, so it's fine. I guess I'm drinking my calories tonight. I know, but I wanted the zero calorie life. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be... Water. I'm trying to be skinty and drunk. I'm trying to be skinny and drunk. Are That's you okay fair. with that? Yeah. This gin, this is an ad for Indigo, our new sponsor. It's called Indigo, right? Yeah. Am I making that up? No, it's Indigo. This is an ad for Indigo Gin, Snoop Dogg Gin. Please sponsor us. We would love that. It's so dangerous, guys. It just tastes like strawberry heaven. It tastes like strawberry fields forever. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way I can get drunk off this. There's no alcohol in it. It's just, oh, I've definitely gotten very drunk off of it's it. It's just yummy, yummy, yummy strawberry. And then you're dead 20 minutes later. Yeah. So go buy it. Go buy it. It's, it's really purple. Good. Did I mention it's purple? And strawberry flavored. Okay. <laughs> this is the longest fun facts ever. Oh, wait. That was it. Yay! Yay! Those are good ones. So the movie opens up with Lampy. I hate you. Cat will not let me call the Pixar lamp Lampy, and I'm not sure why, because I think that's his name. No. Isn't his name Lampy? It's actually Luxo Jr. I'm 45% sure it's Lampy. It's literally Luxo Jr. But anyway, <laughs> um, he's on the top of Pixar Pier at California Adventure at Disneyland. And when World of Color happens, he turns his little lamp head and he watches World of Color. First of all, I don't know if I'm just emotional from watching Inside Out, but that just made me tear up. <laughs> Like, could you imagine? He just, he turns his little body and he watches World of Color, which also makes me cry. So. Oh my God. Isn't that the cutest thing ever? Lampy. Luxo Jr. I've literally watched him do it. It's really Only cute. Disney could make a fucking a lamp. lamp be the cutest thing you've ever seen in your whole world. Genuinely. Anywho. <laughs> we open up to baby Riley. Baby Riley. And then we're inside her baby brain headquarters Mm -hmm. which is like a beautiful um sky suite (laughs) with big windows Mm -hmm. the front window is seeing out of her eyes yeah and the back window is seeing like into her brain i think it's more into her consciousness more than her brain you're probably right yeah cool (laughs) now you've got the view and she was born all like happy and stuff, which doesn't happen ever. Yeah, no, no. Um, babies are born screaming usually. Yeah. And Joy is her first emotion. So Joy comes into the HQ. She has the most beautiful pink lipstick on I've ever seen in my entire life. Girl, what is that color? She literally talked about this lipstick for 20 minutes. I was like, I need that color of lipstick. I it have to pretty. find that lip color. It was very pretty. I'm going to text Amy Poehler and ask her if she knows. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure she'll answer you. Joy is voiced by Amy Poehler. If you lived under a rock and this is just the cast of the office actually. Um, in this movie. It kind of is actually. <laughs> yeah, it literally is. I love Amy Poehler so much. I read her book. Like I'm obsessed with her. I don't know what it is. Melissa doesn't read many books. I want to put that out I there. I think I've read seven books in my life and six of them were Harry Potter and the other <laughs> and one was, was Amy, Amy Poehler. Poehler. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I she's read, not. <laughs> I've read plenty of books because I haven't read. I'm not an avid reader. I probably read four or five books a year. So it's a big deal that I read Amy Poehler's That's book. That's fair. Also, there's seven Harry Potter books and you did read all seven of them. You there's seven? Six. Yes. I thought there were seven movies. Are there eight movies? Yes. Oh, yeah, because J.K. Rowling's like obsessed with the number seven. Yeah, everything You know what she can seven. do? She can seven herself to death. Yeah, man. Because she's a She's a fucking punk. turf. <laughs> she's a turf and she's... J.K. Rowling, do not listen to this podcast. Yeah. We should do the Harry Potter movies for bonus episodes on Patreon. That would be Liddy. Okay, that's happening. Okay. Okay, great. Perfect. This was nice. Settled. Talking to you. <laughs> Join Patreon. $5 a month if you want to hear Harry Potter episodes of Tragical coming your way soon. It's going to be Liddy. Okay, we're 18 seconds into this movie. Okay. <laughs> Joy is there in HQ. Then Riley starts crying. Baby Riley. And sadness comes in. Oh, sadness. Riley is a wee baby and she's going around the kitchen and the living room and she sees like a extension cord. Yeah, it's like a cord. And she's like, oh, I'm scared of that. It's going to electrocute me. And then fear comes in. I think that's my, I think that's who's running my brain. Yeah, for fear. sure. Oh, oh, we all know disgust <laughs> is in control. You know what? It's weird though, because I think I am very like, ugh, ugh, gross, but also I'm like, I'm really chill about it though. Like mm -hmm. I judge people, but I'm also like not judging. Does that make sense? I don't know. You're pretty judgy. I'm pretty judgy, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm only judgy of like really trash people and really trash things. I'm judgy, but I'm okay with it. Okay. That's fair. Am I making sense? Yeah. I end every sentence with like, as long as they're happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be like, ew, what is that bitch wearing? And then I'm like, well, if she's happy, I'm happy. She's happy in right. her moo moo. I don't know. <laughs> and moos are comfy. I'm happy with everybody in their hashtag broke, hashtag spoiled shirts, hashtag I wear the ears, hashtag I buy the beers. I hate you, but I'm like happy you're living your life. Wait, is or that whatever. a real one or did you just come up oh, with no, that, that on the fly? The, I see those 45 times a day. I hate that. Gross. Guys, stop wearing shirts to Disney. You just go naked. It's stop much wearing better. clothes. Yeah. And then Riley's dad. Can we talk about Riley's dad for eight seconds? Hot as fuck. Hottest cartoon in the game. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. He's a dilf. That mustache gets me going. Riley's dad is such a babe. And Riley's mom is like derpy. Yeah, she's kind of meh. Here I go. See, disgust runs my controls for sure. I'm judging Riley's mom so hard. <laughs> and she's literally a cartoon. So yeah, dad is trying to feed baby Riley some broccoli. And she's not having it. So that's when disgust takes over. And she's like, mm, nope, we definitely don't like broccoli. Um, And then dad's like, well, you're not going to get dessert. And unless you eat the broccoli. So then anger takes over and she's angry that she's not going to get dessert. And then dad brings in the toddler airplane, brings in that plane with the fork as you do with babies and they don't want to eat what they're trying to eat. And she gets happy again. What a chicken nugget. So cute. Um. So yeah, now we have joy, mm -hmm. sadness, mm -hmm. fear, mm -hmm. disgust, mm -hmm. and anger. That's everyone. Those are her five emotions. Gang's all here. I'm already crying because sadness is like sad. <laughs> 
it's this is literally like me when I watched Finding Dory. I cried the whole movie, and then I, when I tried to explain why it made me sad, I can't even talk about it right now because I will sob. Yeah, um, I just cried harder. That's literally me also with this movie talking about sadness. And then Joy hates her. Doesn't hate her, but she's just very like she doesn't understand her. And that's yeah, the problem because yeah. Riley's only 11 in this mm-hmm. movie. But yeah, she's like, oh, don't touch anything. Oh, go, go yeah. away. Oh, go, go stand over here and don't look at anything. She kind of doesn't want sadness to exist in Riley's brain, which is pretty sad because I mean, we all get sad sometimes like, and that's okay. Cause Joy is trying to be nice, but she's also like being such an evil bitch. And she, she just doesn't, doesn't even know understand it. her in the middle of Riley's, I guess her conscience. Yeah, like in HQ, in Mm -hmm. Riley's brain HQ, where all the emotions are in the middle is her core memory station. And all of her core memories are yellow because they're all happy memories. They're all joy associated. So all of Riley's core memories make up islands. Mm -hmm. And Riley's islands are goofball island, family island, hockey island, etc, 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 etc. So then we have a little growing up montage. Riley's 11 now. Take yourself back to being 11 and then go ahead and cry. (laughs) A rough time. Yeah, not a good time for anyone. So Riley has glow stars on her ceiling and she's looking up at them. Also, who did not have glow stars growing up? If you didn't, then you did not grow up in the late 90s, early 2000s. Riley falls asleep and the HQ gang, sadness, joy, fear, disgust and anger. I call them the squad. Gang works too. (laughs) You know, those guys. The squad. They send all her memories from that day to short term memory. Right. So she has like a wall that forms all the memories she forms throughout the day form this giant wall in the room. And every once in a while, one of those will be a core memory, which is what forms her personality in the islands. And then the rest gets sent to either short term or long term memory at the end of the day when Riley goes to sleep. So they send all of them down to her short term and long term memories every night when she goes to sleepies. Joy's talking about, how oh, it was another great day. You know, everything's great. She was happy again. All her memories were happy, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, nothing can go wrong. And then Riley wakes up the next day and they're moving to San Francisco. All of her emotions are kind of shocked. They don't really know what to do with all of this. So they're planning on their way there. They're like, oh, we get to decorate our room. We get to do all this cool stuff. Our house is going to be super awesome. And they pull up to the house and it's a little dilapidated, which is okay. Like it's, it's cute. What are you fucking talking about? This is the most gorgeous San Francisco home ever. Yeah, but the way she's looking at it. She just thinks it smells and there's no furniture in it. Yeah, so then she's like, okay, well, maybe I can make my room super cool. And her room is also a mess. I'm pretty sure there was a dead rat in there. And she was just not very excited about this this house at this time in the move. Get some Febreze, Riley, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, everything's fine. But she's <laughs> she's lived in the same place her whole life, and she's literally moving from somewhere with snow and cold, and now she's moving to... She literally came from Minnesota to San Francisco. Way more exciting. Girl, Minnesota? But all her friends are in Minnesota. Her hockey team is in Minnesota. All her memories are from Minnesota. She doesn't know California. Then she kind of decides where she wants to put all of her furniture, so she gets really excited runs downstairs to go start unpacking her stuff from the moving truck but the moving truck is not going to be there until thursday and i don't know what day of the week it is but that's let's not, say friday not today. No, <laughs> yeah that's not today so it's not helpful for her at all so she's a little upset by the fact that now she's moved she doesn't know where she is and 
None of her stuff is there either. The emotions in Riley's brain are freaking out. So Joy uh, tries to comfort Riley and Riley tries to comfort her parents and she goes into the living room and she finds a paper ball on the ground and she starts playing hockey with the paper ball with her dad. So cute. It cheers her parents up. Riley's such a good kid. Mm -hmm. What an angel. But then her dad gets a call and he has to go into work. Yeah. So Riley's like, hey, mom, why don't we go get some pizza? So they go to get pizza. And the pizza has freaking broccoli on it. And Riley hates broccoli. Despises <laughs> broccoli. I don't think that would be too bad, actually. I'm a broccoli fan, so. I am very picky about broccoli. I have to make it. I don't like steamed broccoli. I like it. I only like it baked. And I like it when it's got like the burnt little like crispies on it. That's the only way I'll eat broccoli. I genuinely love broccoli. I think I'm okay with however it's made. I do like broccoli cheddar soup. Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, again, I feel like that's on a pizza. It's kind of the same thing. I feel that. Yeah. I wouldn't be a to it yeah but i don't love it i think it sounds delicious this part cracked me up because anger was like first the hawaiians and now this and i <laughs> despise hawaiian pizza i cannot stand it i think traditional hawaiian pizza also has ham or canadian bacon mm -hmm. on it mm -hmm. so i already don't eat meat and then i hate cooked fruit there's nothing worse on this planet than cooked fruit to me i only like like a poached pear you get that shit out of my face I literally will eat a fruit any way you give it to me, unless it's a blueberry. If you give me a cooked blueberry, I will throw it back in your face. Anything else I will eat. Have I ever liked pie in my whole life? No, you really do despise pie. I don't like apple pie. I don't like cherry pie. I don't like... The just, filling is the only good part of pie. But that's what I'm saying. I don't like cooked fruit. Like something about the fruit being cooked, it just like disgusts me. I, so like pineapple on pizza to me, I love pineapple and I love pizza. I cannot eat pineapple on pizza I because to, the pineapple is like squishy and and wet and it doesn't like taste like anything anymore and it's just like not good like fruit is meant to be eaten <laughs> fresh i'm very upset see for me i like hawaiian pizza because it's like sweet and salty and i freaking love sweet and salty but yes i don't eat meat anymore so it's kind of irrelevant so i'm with anger on that one first the hawaiians <laughs> and now this Anger and disgust are both agreeing that the broccoli and pizza is a no-go. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they are walking home from the dirty, nasty pizza place, Riley and Riley's mother. Do we ever find out their names? I don't Let's think name so. them. Okay, we got Rick for sure. And if that man's name is not Rick, <laughs> Rick. his name is Rick. What does oh, mom no. look like? She's kind of mousy. She's got like glasses. She's not nerdy, though. I don't know. What does she look like? I think an Anne. She does look like an Anne. I feel like an Anne. So we got Rick and Anne. <laughs> so Anne and Riley are headed back home <laughs> and they're talking about their road trip to mm -hmm. San Francisco from Minnesota, which, oh my God, I feel like that would take a really long time. Yeah, I feel like that would. So they were talking about how they stopped at a dinosaur. Yeah, it was like a giant dinosaur. Giant dinosaur on the side of the road. Yeah. And they were taking a photo and the car starts rolling backwards and I don't know, hit a tree or something whatever and no, dad gets in and stops it sure jan whatever sadness touches the memory of them at the dino statue on the road trip and makes the memory sad so she took a happy memory and made it sad because riley was happy in the moment when the memory was created but now she's all bummed out because she doesn't want to be in freaking san francisco so yeah. now it's a sad memory at this point joy is like what the fuck sis What's your deal? There is a point where they're walking home and Riley sees a railing, like a stair railing, and she goes to slide down it because she's a goofball. 
And then sadness touches the memory that created Goofball Island and almost takes Goofball Island out. Sadness is on a rampage at this point. She's taking out everything. Joy grabs her and is like, sadness, stop touching things, please. And then Goofball Island comes back up and she takes the railing. She slides down the railing because she's a goofball. (laughs) I wish you guys could have seen what Melissa just did. It was horrifying. She made this face and was like bouncing back and forth. I was trying to make the face of Goofball Island. It's got like a little It's like goofball face on it. But kind of a clown. A goofy face. It's a little scary. And then Sadness tells Joy, I just can't help it. I just want to cry and ruin Riley's happiness. I don't know why. I just, I don't know what's up. I just want to make all her happiness sad. (laughs) Yeah. She kind of says like, I don't know what's coming over me. Like all of a sudden I want to like touch all the memories and like make everything sad. And Joy's like, well, you can, you cannot do that. We're going to not do that today. We're going to put you over in this corner and you're going to read some books. You're going to read the manuals on Riley's brain and you're going to stay in here and do that. Stay there. Don't move. (laughs) So back at the house, the beautiful, gorgeous house in San Francisco, Riley gets into her (laughs) sleeping bag because she doesn't have a bed. And mom comes in to tuck her in. She tells her that she's such a good girl and that she loves her so much. And she's like, thank you so much for being strong for your dad and I. Like This is hard on us, too. She leaves the room and Riley falls asleep. And dream production starts, which is another department in Riley's brain. Love that. My dream production is um, shut down because I never dream. And when I do, they're fucked up. Oh my gosh. I have the craziest dreams, but I kind of love it. You used to have recurring dreams a lot when you were really younger. I, I haven't that. had a recurring dream in a really long time, but I did. I had, can I say one of my recurring dreams? I, I know which one you're going to talk about. Okay. So I had this dream growing up that we were in our house that we grew up in. Kat and I lived in the same house until I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up in one home and then we moved into a new house. And then I moved out like three months later and went to college. But it was basically, I was laying in bed and my dad woke me up and he said, wake up, we have to go to our second home. And I was like, we don't have a second home. And dad was like, wake up, wake up. And then he put us in our, we had a bike carriage. My dad used to attach a carriage to his bike and bike us to preschool every Mm -hmm. morning so he would put me in the carriage and then we'd be going down the street and the street was really foggy and then there was a dinosaur kind of t-rex but kind of godzilla i think i watched godzilla too much my mom really liked godzilla but it was kind of like a combo like jurassic park the big scary that's a t-rex right the big one that like eats the cars and then kind of also a little bit godzilla-y okay wait so first of all it's not the one i thought you were gonna talk about second of all I had a very similar recurring dream growing up, but no it was at shit. grandma and grandpa's like old house. <gasps> I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> the Burger King. Oh, <laughs> with the bridge. <laughs> I also had a dream that I'm on a bridge in the Burger King. I was petrified of the Burger King growing up. I'm literally crying. <laughs> I don't really like mascot-y things. I'm not a huge fan of mascots. I uh, literally, if the Burger King came anywhere near me, I would... <laughs> Fucking punch, punch it. it in the face. I also used to have a dream that while my I would come out to our dining room, my mom would set the ironing board up in the dining room every morning and iron her clothes. And I used to have a dream that mom was ironing her clothes and then the living room cracked open and she fell into hell. I didn't know that one. Wait, but I had a really similar recurring dream. But instead of it being our house, we were at grandma and grandpa's and we didn't leave, but we all hid like in varying places in the house. And then he ripped the roof off. Weird. We watched Godzilla too much. That's Godzilla honestly, and yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Anyway. <laughs> For our so, recurring nightmares. 
Riley's dream production starts and it's kind of like nightmarish Mm -hmm. and it's basically dancing broccoli pizza. And guess what? The Haunted Mansion music is playing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Joy decides to take over and she puts on a memory of Riley ice skating back home because yeah, she's, she's having creepy. She's like, fuck dream production. Tonight. Yeah, she literally is like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Well, fuck it. Joy's she's, a bad bitch. Joy said, my Riley girl is going to be happy. <laughs> so it's the next day and uh, they're getting ready for the first day of school for Riley. So Joy is kind of giving everyone like things to do to prepare her and she draws a circle on the floor and tells sadness to stay in the circle and sadness is like you just want me to stay here all day and joy's like yes correct this is the point where i literally was like i know joy is joy was on 10 guys i could not take it i could not stand her she was like so annoying and i was like this is how i know joy is a back burner bitch in my mind because she was just annoying the crap out of me this is not happening ever in my brain i feel like when i'm not full of fear i'm pretty joyful and then i go to bed and cry myself to sleep so i feel like i'm very much all three of those so anyway So then the train of thought comes by. It's a literal train that goes around Riley's consciousness and brings some daydreams for Riley to have just in case school is boring that day, which I think that's so cool. It literally is a literal train that shows up with a bunch of stuff for them. So Riley goes to school and let me tell you right now, this teacher is so rude. I know she's not meaning to be rude, but it's so rude. She calls Riley out like, immediately says this is the new girl Riley tell us about you so Riley goes to talk about herself sadness left the circle and she touched a core memory of Riley playing hockey while Riley is talking about living back in Minnesota Minnesota Yes, Minnesota. Oh, tell me about Minnesota. Bitch, like Minnesota is anything to talk about. Why are you calling this fucking 11-year-old out like this? You want her to talk about Minnesota? Get a new job. You know that it's hard for like children to like make big changes at that age. So how are you going to make her talk about it? Tell us about Minnesota. Shut up. Yeah, so sadness touches the core memory that Riley is talking about and it changes to blue and it stays blue and Riley starts crying in school and that becomes a core memory and it is a very blue sad core memory joy tries to get rid of it she's trying to like get rid of the core memory and sadness is like bitch that's a core memory like i don't know a lot about a lot but i know you don't get rid of a core memory yeah she literally tries to like throw it out in the scuffle joy and sadness along with all of the core memories get knocked out of the core memory station and they all get sucked up into long-term memory So basically, joy and sadness and all the core memories are a million miles away from HQ and they have to get back because now Riley doesn't have any core memories. Yeah, so the core memories literally make her personality traits run. So now she has no personality and she's just kind of like Did she really have one before though? Yes, (laughs) she did. She was a goofball. Make that face again. Such a goofball. (laughs) So basically, yeah, they have to get back to HQ. So back in HQ, uh, disgust and fear and anger are trying their best. Riley is sitting at dinner with her parents and we get a view inside uh, Riley's parents' heads. Mm -hmm. And I think her dad is run by anger. Anger, which I don't think, I don't 
think Rick is angry. Yeah, but we don't also see him at like work and stuff. I feel like he's aggressive when he's on the phone. Rick's aggressive. (laughs) Rick is aggressive. (laughs) And then Riley's mom is sadness. Sadness, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. So Riley and her mom and dad, Rick and Ann, are eating (laughs) dinner that night and they're asking her how her first day of school was. And obviously it was terrible. She cried at school, but she doesn't have joy or sadness to run her emotions so she just got fear and disgust and anger Anger. and they're not really doing a good job and they kind of give mom and dad some big attitude yeah they give them a little sass so she gets sent to her room because she's being a little brat Mm -hmm. unintentionally unintentionally Uh, And she also has no personality right now, so... Correct. So back to joy and sadness. They're trying to get across this teeny tiny little bridge back to HQ from Goofball Island. Mm -hmm. But Goofball Island gets taken out because Riley's dad tries to come in. Rick. Rick tries to come (laughs) in. Rick tries to come in to cheer her up um, after their little fight at dinner. And she ain't having it because... She doesn't want to talk to Rick. Yeah. She's sick of Rick. He does this cute little like monkey thing. I guess he they call her their monkey and then she doesn't react to it. So Goofball Island, KO'd. Goofball Island's out. It uh crumbles and falls into the abyss and Riley is no longer a goofball. Sorry. It's pretty sad. So they can't cross that bridge. They have to go the long way through Friendship Island. Uh, but Joy at this point has to drag sadness because sadness is so sad she cannot get up. We've all been there. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so Joy is now carrying all of the core memories and dragging sadness uh, by the foot. Mm-hmm. So it's another day. Riley's on Skype with her friend, uh, her hockey friend from Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. And her hockey friend already has a new friend and she was saying how great she is at hockey. Could you imagine being 11 and you Skype your friend and she's already like, oh, I made a new friend and she's better at hockey than you. And then you cried in school yesterday. And you just cried in school and you don't have any furniture in your room and the only pizza you've seen is broccoli pizza. Poor Riley. (laughs) I'm getting sad just thinking about it. I know. It is pretty upsetting. Riley shuts her laptop. She says, screw you. Yeah, anger's kind of like, fuck off. Friendship Island goes down. It's pretty sad. So now sadness and joy, again, are trying to find another way to get back to HQ. And who do they run into? Bing bong. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing bong, bing bong. I know this is so out of character for me, but there's nothing in this world I love more than bing bong, and I don't know why. He's pretty cute. He's made of cotton candy. I love bing bong so much. Yeah. I feel like normally I would, I don't know why. Like, I feel like he's a character I should hate, but Mm -hmm. I don't. I love him so much. I also had an imaginary friend growing up named Bob. Bob was just a smiley face, but he was my imaginary You also named your brain joanne uh so we run into bing bong bing bong is is riley's imaginary friend he is part Mm -hmm. cotton candy cat Mm -hmm. elephant dolphin and he cries candy i mean you can't really beat that my imaginary friend i don't even remember my imaginary friend but i know he was not that cool so thank god bing bong has a magic satchel that he passes over to joy so she can put the core memories in the satchel but also make it easier to carry them all he dumps out 
900 memories that he stole from long-term memory before putting those in his bag. He's got nothing better to do. He's a he's an imaginary friend that's not being used anymore. He's literally out here snatching memories. He really doesn't <laughs> need those memories. I'm sure they're dumb ones anyway. <laughs> they're probably all ones of him. Right. <laughs> Joy explains to Bing Bong that they're trying to get back to HQ. She's like, hey, it's a sadness uh, dragging her by the foot. She's really sad today. <laughs> Extra sad. Doing great. And he's like, oh, well, we can just pass through uh, abstract thought because I pass through here all the time and nothing bad ever happens. And Sadness says, oh, I read in the manual to not go in there. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, like the manual that Joy made her read so she wouldn't keep touching memories. And then Joy's like, no, Bing Bong says we're going to come here. Right. Joy's like, no, I trust the cotton candy dolphin. We're going to go this way. (laughs) That they met four minutes ago, but she's known sadness their whole existence i mean i'm sure she knows of bing bong she watched him get played with anyway so (laughs) the engineer people come along Mm -hmm. riley's brain engineer people there's like people who work in her brain basically they're everywhere they come over and they turn on the abstract thought machine while bing bong and joy and sadness are in it and they start turning into different dimensions so they go like 4d 3d 2d 1d or whatever i don't well, know the first one, one direction they harry styles <laughs> same we they turn in, they all turn into harry styles well so there's three different stages they were a monet and then they were a <laughs> picasso i mean they were kind of Picasso-y. i don't understand this machine at all Basically, they become flat and they have to fall down and worm their way out of the door because they don't fit through it because they're like abstract shapes. Yeah. And so they're trying to make it to the train of thought to get them to HQ, but the train of thought leaves them. So not very helpful. So then they're going to cut through imagination land. There's a lot going on in there. Um, There's like a gingerbread house. There's some castles, a whole bunch going on in imagination land land and they find bing bong's wagon that him and riley used to play in it is powered by song inside imagination land is my favorite Mm -hmm. um personally and that's imaginary boyfriend oh yes uh he lives in canada i'm assuming because she likes (laughs) hockey yeah that's what i think she has like an imaginary canadian boyfriend and i love riley so much he's got like emo kid like long like scene kid hair kind of Mm -hmm. and he's wearing like all black and he just goes i would die for riley he would die for riley so cut scene hq we got fear and anger and disgust they're trying to get hockey island up because riley's mom found a hockey team for riley to try out for Uh, but all the hockey memories they try to put into the core memory station it's just not working so riley wants to leave the hockey tryouts and they lose Hockey Island. It's pretty sad. Oh, Hockey Island down. So now she's down three islands of what, six? Yes. Not great. Not great odds here. So Imagination Island is getting destroyed. It's I think literally it's just getting because demolished. Riley is breaking down mentally so mm-hmm. her imagination is just kaput so mm-hmm. it starts breaking down and they're like destroying everything and they take bing bong's moon rocket wagon to get destroyed it's so sad it's really upsetting bing bong is unconsolable he's crying candy he cannot take it anymore and joy is like let's go we're gonna have so much fun 
and yeah. this is the best day ever because she's joy and that's all she knows how to do. But it doesn't work. So Sadness sits down with Bing Bong and says that she cries too and it's okay to be sad and it actually cheers Bing Bong up. He's yeah, like, she, thanks for understanding that I'm sad. Yeah, she like talks it out with him and he feels better. And then Joy is like, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah, Joy <laughs> is actually impressed with sadness for something. Finally. Amazing. She's not useless. Yeah. So now that Bing Bong's been consoled by sadness, Joy, sadness, and Bing Bong uh, hop on that train of thought. Woo-woo. We're on our way to HQ. And back in HQ, Anger has this idea to run away. And he grabs an idea, which is in the shape of a light bulb. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Disgust is like, because she's a woman and she's making great decisions up in this HQ. She (laughs) says, why don't we sleep on it before we go ahead and give Riley the idea to run away? Anger is like, fine, we'll sleep on it. And Riley falls asleep. So because Riley falls asleep, the train of thought is not running. So it stops and the little worker guys get off and Joy's like, where are you going? We're trying to get to HQ. And he's like, she's asleep. We're on break, dude. What do you mean? (laughs) So (laughs) they have to figure out how to get to HQ. And they're actually stopped right next to Dream Production. So they go into Dream Production. Joy hands Bing Bong all of the core memories and is like, I'm trusting you with these. You better watch these. What an idiot. Yeah. Joy. Bing he's bong. Made of cotton candy. He's literally made of cotton candy. And he makes dolphin noises. He cries candy. Yeah. What you are trust we doing him here? with Riley's core memories? I would never. Wow. Joy and sadness are going to join the dream that Riley is having. And so Joy wants to exhilarate Riley awake. And Sadness is literally like, I don't think that's going to work. I think we should like scare her a little bit. Just give her a tiny little nightmare just enough to wake her up. And Joy's like, no, 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 no. I know I'm talking about. We're going to make her so excited that she wakes up. Joy and Sadness become a fake dog and infiltrate her dream of being in class. They're just like running around as this fake dog and... They accidentally break apart because it's in two pieces with sadness in the back and joy in the front. So in the dream, it looks like this dog literally split in half and looks like a ham. Like horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. So basically it doesn't work. She doesn't get exhilarated to wake. Can you imagine? Joy just happens to look up and notice that the, I don't know, dog being cut in half kind of is freaking her out a little bit. And she is sort of waking up. There's like a awake and a sleep meter. It's heading towards awake because she's afraid of the cut in half dog. Right. Which also back in HQ, Fear's the one kind of watching over her dream production. So he's at the helm and especially with her being a half open dog, he's he's a little freaked out. So He doesn't love it. No. <laughs> so security obviously intervenes because dream production is like, who are these bozos? Security grabs Bing Bong and throws him into the subconscious. Love that for him. And joy and sadness. This is how they sneak into the subconscious. Are you ready? <laughs> they go around the security people guarding it and they f- open the door and close it. And they're like, hey, you broke out of the subconscious and then put them in the subconscious. Yeah, that's a pretty good plan. They could have just walked in though. <laughs> they open the door to make it seem like they escaped so that they would throw them in there. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> I don't know, they could have just walked in. That's fair. We go into the subconscious and Bing Bong is on a sleeping clown in a balloon animal cage. 
I wrote, this is Kat's favorite part. Jangles. Horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. 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 Jangles. Not only do I hate birds, I'm terrified of clowns. Oh, I was terrified. like, there's no fucking birds in there, but you're just... Yeah. Adding to my list of things that horrify me. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate clowns. He's like really creepy too, Jangles. And he's so big. Why is he so big? Why is he so big? I don't know. Absolutely horrifying. So Bing Bong is in this balloon cage on top of Jangles. Scary. They got to wake up Riley. Mm -hmm. So they get Bing Bong out and Joy wakes up Jangles and is like, hey, Jangles, there's a party this way. And Jangles is like, a party. They get Jangles out to where Dream Production is. And then Jangles is in Riley's dream. And Riley uh, wakes the fuck up for sure. That would definitely wake me up. I'd probably wake up crying. I thought you loved clown dreams. No, so scary. I love clowns so much I can't even stand it. Literally, um, I'm also glad I've never actually had a nightmare about clowns. I hope you do tonight. Wouldn't that no. be funny? <laughs> no. <laughs> Since Riley woke up, Bing Bong and Joy and Sadness hop back on the train and it's headed back to HQ. Mm -hmm. uh, back at HQ, Anger, he's had enough. He gives Riley the idea to run away and Riley takes it. Yeah, so she books a bus ticket to go back to Minnesota. So she has to have money to buy a ticket for a bus. So she steals money from her mother's purse. I can't believe she stole from Anne. And you know what happens? Honesty Island also falls. Now we're down four. She's not doing too hot. When Honesty Island falls, it bashes into the train of thought. Also not great. Not doing good. No. So the train of thought is obliterated. The train staff <laughs> tells Sadness and Joy and Bing Bong that uh, Riley is running away. Didn't you hear? Yeah. Sis is running away. She said bye. So they are in, they're just, you know, by some memory shelves, the folds of the cerebral <laughs> cortex of the fucking whatever IMDb said. And they see a recall tube. So they try to get in there, but sadness is too close to the core memories and she's turning them blue. So Joy literally like kicks her out. She kicks her in the face. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm being dramatic. Uh, no, she kind of does. <laughs> she basically tells sadness to fuck off. And yeah. so she's like, I got to save my girl Riley. But uh, when Joy kicks her out, instant karma happens and the recall tube gets knocked into the pit of no return. I don't know what it's called. They call it the dump a couple the times. Dump. It's basically where memories go to fade away, where yeah. things in Riley's conscience and subconscious go to fade away. Bing Bong gets knocked in the pit with her. So Sadness is chilling up on top and Bing Bong and Joy are, yeah, they're down in the dumps. They're yeah. in the dumps and they're also down in the dump. Correct. And Joy is a little upset at all of the happy memories that are down in the dump, including all of the core memories that she has with her. And then she picks up one of the memories and she's kind of looking through it and she kind of rewinds through it to see. Joy then sees this happy memory from Sadness's point of view. So earlier in the memory, Riley had been really sad that her team had lost and her mom and dad came and joined her and then it became a happy memory because all her parents joined her and then all her friends joined and they made it a good day. But Joy had never realized that some of these memories also held sad parts to them because she kind of just like said fuck sadness without sadness there can't be joy right and joy figures that out mm -hmm. joy and bing bong meet up they find bing bong's 
rocket, which is a wagon uh, with some brooms taped to it. Mm-hmm. And you and have to sing to get it going. That's how Bing Bong and Riley were going to get to the moon, is they sing the Bing Bong song and it'll take you to the moon. So they try to take it down a hill of discarded memories. They sing the Bing Bong song, which boosts the rocket, but it's too heavy. So they try a couple times and it's just too heavy. They can't make it back onto the ledge where sadness is. And Bing Bong has an idea. I'm going to cry. I am already crying. I can't even. (laughs) So Bing Bong looks at Joy and says, let's try it again. I have a good feeling about this one. It's the most sad part of any movie ever. Honestly. So... They take it up the hill. They start to go. They start singing the song. Bing Bong is like, sing as hard as you can, Joy. Sing it, girl. And then he jumps off the rocket, fully well knowing he is committing suicide. He literally is already starting to disappear. So he knows he's going to be gone. And then he <laughs> says... I need it to shoot. And I then need he to says... Shoot to joy shut up i'm not even to that part yet joy makes it to the top and she's back in the cerebral folds of riley's (laughs) long-term memory shelves and she realizes bing bong isn't with her so she looks down into the dump and bing bong says take her to the moon for me (laughs) i'm literally sobbing It's like the most beautiful scene. He just wants Riley to be happy. He knows that nothing can happen without Joy being in headquarters. I think Bing Bong should have been new Joy. (laughs) Joy can disappear. (laughs) What if one of your emotions was just dolphin noise? (laughs) Maybe mine is. (laughs) R.A.P. Bing Bong. Rip Bing Bong. Back in the real world, Riley has full-blown run away. She, instead of going to school, goes to get on a bus back to freaking Minnesota. And her parents are calling her and she's ignoring their phone calls. And Family Island is down. Mayday, mayday. Now, what does she have left? Nothing. Is that it? I think that was it. That was it? I think that was all of her islands. No, she's got nothing. Joy finds sadness, but sadness runs away on her cute little legs. Oh my God. Do you see how cute sadness is? She has, she reminds me of one of those like dwarf cats. Oh my gosh. She does remind me of a little dwarf cat. So cute. And sadness runs into imagination land and she finds like a cloud and she's just on this giant rain cloud (laughs) crying. The cloud is raining. She's crying. It's beautiful. And she's really high up. She's just floating around in Riley's conscience. So Joy makes a thousand billion of Riley's imaginary Canadian boyfriend and fills them up in the magical satchel that Bing Bong, R.I.P., gave her. And then she dumps the satchel and all the boyfriends are stacked up on top of each other. And she's able to grab sadness off her rain cloud and then smack into the window at HQ. Yeah. And while she was doing that, fear, anger, and disgust realize that oh shit we need to not run away so they're trying to dislodge the idea light bulb that's in the control settings and they're trying to take that out because now riley feels no emotions she doesn't feel anything her controls are severed the control panel is literally starting to lose color it's starting to go gray and they can't control anything that riley is doing anymore i think i'm that one then 
The the severed controls. The severed controls. That's fair. That's where I'm at now. <laughs> they get the window open and Joy and Sadness are back in HQ. And Joy looks at Sadness and says, Riley needs you right now, not me. And Sadness is like, what? Doesn't she need to be happy? And she's like, she needs to feel sadness, to feel joy. She doesn't say that, but I'm, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> verbatim. Sadness gets to the controls and the board comes back up and she takes the idea out of the control and Riley is just crying and crying. Joy gives sadness the core memories to put back into the core memory station. Mm-hmm. So all of Riley's core memories are sad because they're from Minnesota, but that doesn't mean they don't make up her personality, too. Mm-hmm. Riley comes home and her parents are freaking the fuck out, obviously. And she's basically like, I hate San Francisco. I miss Minnesota. And then she literally tells her parents, and this is where I start sobbing again extra hard, not as hard as being bong, but pretty hard, that she doesn't want her parents to be mad at her. Like, she yeah. just wants her parents to be happy. Yeah, she says that because her parents call her their their joyful girl. They literally call her their happy girl, their joyful girl throughout the entire movie. And she was trying to stay strong and not not be that. Yeah. And so she says that she's not happy and she doesn't want them to be unhappy with her that she isn't happy. And so she doesn't know how to handle yeah. all of this. And Rick and Anne are like, girl, we miss Minnesota too. And you can be sad and you can always tell us how you're feeling because we love you because we're Rick and Anne and we're the shit. I'm going to cry again. And then they all <laughs> hug. They're all crying. They're all like, we miss Minnesota. <laughs> and then a new core memory is formed of them hugging and and it's sad and happy it's like tie-dye yeah it's like a <laughs> like a blue and yellow combination and it's a new core memory for her and family island is back up and better than ever baby mm-hmm. so a couple weeks go by and there's some new islands my personal favorite is also wait, wait, wait. sad oh is it Tragic Vampire Romance Island. Obviously. That's literally <laughs> my favorite island. And then Boy Band Island. Oh my gosh. Love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tragic Vampire Romance Island is like, everybody has that island. That's every book that I've ever read ever. I love so. it. So, <laughs> uh, And they also get a new console put in and Anger's pretty pumped because there's like a few new cuss words on there. A few. There's 9,000 new cuss words. There's every <laughs> every the cuss, board word. Is cuss word. <laughs> literally. There's also a new button. Um, It's, uh, they don't know how to say it. It's what do they call it? Puberty. Puberty. So now we've got puberty. We've got tragic <laughs> vampire romance island. Um, Hockey Island is back and better than ever. Mm-hmm. And she actually ended up making that team. I don't know how because she walked out of tryouts, but maybe her mom like paid off the coach or something. I don't know. She's on a hockey team. <laughs> and she even like meets like a really cute guy at the hockey ride. Yeah, it's pretty so. funny. They like go into his brain and it's just chaos yeah. and alarms and it's just yelling, Girl, 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 girl. That's so good. Literally my brain. It's so funny. <laughs> and that's the end. Yay. I love that there's just a whole island dedicated to tragic, tragic vampire, vampire romance. romance. Like that's, a whole island. That's my whole brain. I guess when you're 12, yeah, like that's... I'm 28 and that is my whole brain. Cat definitely If has. you guys could see my Kindle book list, that's it. That is the whole thing. <laughs> that is I it. I am deceased. Oh my God, now I have to rate this I movie. Know. Do you want to go first or... Yeah, I can. Go for it. 
I am going to give this movie a 10 out of 10. Thank God. I do think it is very well written. Um, they actually show this movie like in therapy sessions, like with children to like better understand their memories and like their emotions and everything. It's, it's so good. Absolutely incredible. I am putting it underneath High School Musical, but above 101 Dalmatians. So it's my number 14. I can't believe you even have 14 10 out of 10s. I have. That cracks me up. I have 16 10 you out of 10s. You love everything. I do. I love that you love everything. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving Inside Out a 10 out of 10. Shocking. I love this movie. I put it on all the time. This is one of my background noise movies. I love it so much. We literally turned it on onto her account on and it was like <laughs> Disney Plus in the credits. credits. And I was like, I just watched this last week. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I put Inside Out as my number seven. So it's below Princess and the Frog. I still love Princess and the Frog more. And above Frozen. I do like this more than Frozen, even though I just love Olaf a whole lot. Olaf and Bing Bong are like my anomalies. Yeah, those are your we Like, I would never think you would like those two. And I've known you your whole life. Bing Bong and Olaf are my heroes. Two of the most obnoxious characters in Disney history. I don't know what it is. I don't know either, but I love that for you. I know, right? So guys, we did 90s movie March Madness on our Instagram, and it was honestly so much fun. I'm shocked by the results. Thank you guys so much. So there were 16 movies. Mm -hmm. They were all 90s movies. The movie that ended up making it all the way through our March Madness lineup what is that bracket bracket oh my god i love sports we let me tell love you about everything about baseball <laughs> march madness basketball i know it was a joke oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke <laughs> i didn't know I that i didn't even get it because i don't i don't even sport that hard <laughs> i've been to every sport except basketball so i like basketball i used to go to um magic games this we should go when let's COVID do it is over yeah i've never been to a basketball game our 90s movie march madness winner for 2021 was Drumroll. lion king i was very shocked by this i thought the final two were going to be what did i say hercules hercules in a goofy movie and i thought a goofy movie was going to win yes but it was down to hercules and lion king yeah. and let me tell you kids it was like neck and one neck. vote off yeah i mean lion king barely won but it won can we please dedicate this next episode to kathy yes <laughs> this is my mom's favorite movie she has a simba tattoo she's such a badass if i could tell you how many times we've seen this movie just because of her yeah. Woo, i'm so excited for this one thank you guys again we appreciate you we love you we love you so much Patreon, you have to sign up by May 1st to get a merch box for this year. And you want a merch box, I'm telling you right now. It's $5 a month. Put it on your credit card. You'll never even notice. And, and, and we're going to do Harry Potter for our bonus episodes. I'm like, I want to do Harry Potter so bad now. I'm so excited. I want us to do Lord of the Rings eventually. Oh my gosh. Fuck JK Rowling. Let us make money off of JK Rowling. Yeah. Without her making any money. Without her. We but don't give her any money. Correct. Un, unread all of Harry Potter and don't watch the movies. It's written anonymously. <laughs> anyway, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. We for love listening. you. We do. We love you. Bye. I'm not talking to everybody else. Just you. Just you. Everybody <laughs> else that listens, we don't love them. We love you. Yeah. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. 